guys, this is Buddy, and we have another question. This one is from MJ in Accra, and her question is very simple. It reads, why does a good God let bad things happen to good people? Why does a good God let bad things happen to good people? Thank you so much, MJ, for your question. This is a very important question, um, and it's one that keeps coming up again and again and again. Um, it's, it's one question that's been asked in several ways. I mean... Different people have asked this question in different ways. One of the ways that I've heard, I've heard this question asked a lot is, if there's a God at all, then why is there pain? Why is there so much evil in the world? I mean, what, in order to answer such a question, it's important to consider the assumptions of the question. Um, C.S. Lewis thought that it's always important to analyze the assumptions that a question presents, right? So if you say that there's so much evil in the world and because of that god doesn't exist um, what you are assuming is that there's such a thing as evil and if you assume that there's such a thing as evil what that assumes is that there's such a thing as good from which you separate and say this is not good so then it's evil right if there's such a thing as um, um, good then what you are assuming is that there's such a thing as a moral law an objective moral standard on which basis you distinguish and say this is good and this is evil, right? And if there's such a thing as a moral law, then there is also such a thing as a moral law giver. That's the assumption that follows, right? But that's the person you're trying to disprove and not prove. So at the end of the day, the question of evil and why it's so abundant in the world cannot even be asked um, without God in the picture. And so if there is a God and he exists, why is there so much evil in the world? Is it, is it because he's not in control? Definitely not. Because the Bible says in Matthew chapter 10, verse 29, that not even a sparrow falls without his consent. And in the classic story of suffering and pain, the story of Job in the Bible in chapter 2, verse 7, before the devil was even able to send all the trouble that he sent um, on, on Job's life, God had to give permission, as it were. God had to allow it, right? So, if God is in control, why is there so much evil? Why is there so much suffering in the world? Is it because he's evil or because he's unjust? Definitely not, because 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 says that God is light and in him is no darkness at all, right? So then, why is there so much evil in the world? It's a question that... Um, we can personalize each of us. Why would a good God let bad things happen to good people? It's a question I asked myself um, two years ago in 2018 when I lost a very close friend and brother to a sickness that took just about three weeks to um, um, end his life. And um, the pain and the suffering that he went through, watching him go through that pain, and ultimately dying, you know, it, it 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 trained me a lot, and it put a lot of pressure on me, and I almost I plunged into a dark place, almost 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 into depression, right? And when you are at that point, I mean, you you can't help but just ask the question, why? You know, why would God allow these things to happen? If He's there and He's real, why does He allow these things to happen? You know, but as people who believe in the Bible and the Word of God and have confidence in God and His Word, we we know, we come to know eventually that God has His own reasons for allowing evil and suffering to happen. And um, 
he he is so caring and is involved in our pain to the point that he is even shown in his word reasons why he allows these things sometimes so why why does he do that first of all we must understand that suffering and evil in the world is as a result of sin Romans chapter 5 verse 12 says by one man sin entered the world and by sin entering the world death also entered death is the epitome and the summary of all evil and suffering in the world alright and it came into being as a result of sin Satan and humans are like taking a course of rebellion against God introduce sin into the world and, and by so doing introduce suffering pain and death right so why why does God allow it especially to his own people God punishes sin and sometimes evil and suffering happen as a retribution for sin but when when good people in quotes go through bad things it, it becomes it becomes um, something that is um, like a paradox right you don't understand it these are some of the reasons that god allows pain suffering in the lives of his people right the first reason is that sometimes god uses pain and suffering to grow his people and to prove that he's real james chapter 1 and verse 2 says beloved rejoice when you go through all forms of trouble diverse forms of trouble because it tests your faith and produces patience new right one of the reasons that god will allow his child to go through pain and suffering is to grow his patience to grow her patience to make sure that you are growing in him all right um, another reason is is that suffering matures you it, you know when my friend passed the physical and emotional pain was a whole lot and sincerely I wouldn't wish for anybody to go through what I went through but also I would not wish to return to the place I was before he passed right because looking back I can tell that his passing brought me closer to God and made me mature in such a way that would otherwise would, would not have been possible right so one of the ways that god matures us and makes us grow and come into understanding in him and make us more um, conformed to the image of christ is through suffering and pain god uses it for our benefit all right another way that god uses pain and suffering another reason why he allows it is to make himself known to us it's for revelational purposes right um all the names that we know of god jehovah jireh jehovah nisi jehovah shama jehovah rafa these are natures of god we would not have discovered or known if not for his people going through different kinds of tests and suffering and pain and trials these names were revealed in the midst of very real pain i mean um the israelites on the bank of, a, of the red sea with the Egyptians coming full force against them. That was a very real situation. Um, or Daniel put in a lion's den. Or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thrown into a fire. These are very real situations. Very, very real situations. Not, not stories at all. 
you know, Abraham going a whole lifetime of marriage without a child. These are some of the sufferings and the pain that revealed the natures, the natures of God, the different sides that we can refer to of God right now. That would otherwise would not have been possible, right? So one of the reasons why God allows pain and suffering is to reveal himself, to make himself known, all right? Another way that um, um, God shows himself, or another reason why God allows suffering um, is to help others and parents will understand this um, parents suffer a lot they go through a lot just to make sure that um, their children have a good place to stand and children many times do not even get what it means for food to be on the table for their school fees to be paid for them to have clothes on their back because um, they are not fully aware of the kind of suffering and the kind of pain that their parents have to go through but many parents will understand what I'm saying the kind of um, stress that they have to go through in order to provide for their children sometimes God uses God uses the pain and the suffering in our lives to achieve that same purpose God uses our suffering to build up others and for the benefit of others and the epitome of this example, the, the, the one example that summarizes and displays this, this um, reason very well is the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. God used the death of Jesus Christ on the cross to bring all of us salvation by his suffering, by his pain. I mean, there is no pain that can be compared to the kind of pain that he went through to be beaten and scourged and be hung on a cross deserted and alone and naked that kind of pain he went through that isaiah chapter 53 verse 3 to 5 and then from 7 to 10 said he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him he was led like a sheep to the slaughter i mean he suffered it pleased god to bruise him he really really suffered and the reason why god allowed it to happen like that was for you and I, our benefit. I mean, who is more innocent than Jesus? What did he do? What did he do? He didn't do anything. But the reason why God allowed it to be so was for the benefit of you and I. Sometimes when you and I go through things, when you and I go through um, things that we do not understand, very painful things, real suffering, one thing that God is trying to achieve is to help others. That is why it is imperative for you and I to stand when some of these things happen. No, but there's another side of suffering where um, it's important to understand that most of the time we wouldn't know the reason why it is happening. Now, these are some of the few reasons why God allows suffering to happen. But most of the time we would not know why it's like that. And 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 when when we are in those times and we don't understand what's happening, it's important that we don't assume. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 says, My ways are not your ways. As far as the heavens are from the earth, that's that's how far your, my ways are above your ways. Right? God has his own reasons for each one of us. The reason why he allows us to go through certain things. We shouldn't tell another person, uh, it's because of your sin that um, you, are, you are suffering the things you are suffering, like Job's friends. Right? 
when we get to that point it's very important that we don't assume because most of the time we would be like jesus on the cross asking my father why have you forsaken me you know when jesus said that thing on the cross it, it wasn't just a statement to fulfill prophecy you know because it was right but it wasn't just that what he was really going through it was real i mean the weight of the sin of the whole world was upon his shoulder and a god who could not stand sin a god who hates sin his father moved away from him and he screamed on the cross why have you forsaken me sometimes we feel like that when we are going through things and we feel like god has forsaken us god 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 has left us alone to you know he has left us to dry um it's very important that we don't assume reasons and we don't speak foolishly when those things happen because we know as christians and it is written um in second uh, corinthians 4 17 that our light affliction which is bad for a moment it works in us a far more eternal and heavy weight of glory all right so um just to conclude right just to conclude there is this medical condition called sepa c-i-p-a the full meaning is congenital insensitivity to pain with anhydrosis congenital means that you are born with it all right so if they say somebody has congenital heart disease it means that the person was born with it you have a heart disease that came from birth right congenital insensitivity to pain with anhydrosis anhydrosis is simply inability to sweat so you can't sweat you you don't have the ability to sweat sweating is one of the ways that our body cools down its own temperature right so if somebody has anhydrosis it means that the, the person lacks the mechanism to cool down his or her own body temperature through sweating right sepa is a very rare disease it's a very rare disease that um its existence people actually have it and what sepa does is that it makes you insensitive to pain i mean that's what the name says right congenital insensitivity to pain with anhydrosis what this means is that um when a person has sepa when he or she steps on a nail or cuts himself with a knife or bends herself on a hot object they will not be able to feel it because they can't feel pain and so they can step on a sharp object and they will not know they would bleed to death and not know what killed them and the solution to this disease the only way that this can be corrected is for the person to be able to feel pain because pain wants us of danger whenever we go through pain it's it signals us because if you put your hand on a stove and it bends you and you feel it you would quickly withdraw your hand and it teaches you that when a stove is hot you don't put your hand on it next time next time when you're approaching the stove when it's hot you are careful right and so what sepa does is that it robs you of any kind of warning of danger you can you can walk around and 
things will be happening to you. You'll be bleeding from places. You'll be bruised, and you'll not, you'll not know. It is one of the deadliest diseases. And so, in the light of such a disease, you immediately recognize the importance of pain in our lives. That when we say that God is a good God, and the question said, why does a good God allow bad things to happen to good people? You quickly have a different view in the light of such a disease as SEPA. And you quickly come to know that by God allowing pain, it's, by, it's in itself an act of goodness. Because without pain, we will not know that there's even a need for God. Without pain, we will not know that there's something wrong with this world. Without pain, there will be nothing to look forward to. But we know that soon and very soon, all these things will be over. You know, Christians have a hope. Revelation chapter 21 verse 4 says, God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes. And there will be no more death, there will be no more sorrow, there will be no more pain. A time is coming, and it's very soon, when Jesus will break through the clouds and he'll come back, and he'll take us out of this world. And all this pain and suffering will be left behind. But until then, let us appreciate the fact that pain and suffering is, is a sign of the goodness of the Lord. It is, it is something that is to make us realize that we are incomplete without him and that we we'll always need him. Alright, so thank you so much MJ for your question. It's, it's, it's really good and it's really, really important. I hope, I hope we are blessed. So you can also send me your questions. Askbuddy at gmail.com Askbuddy at gmail.com Or you can send me a WhatsApp message, text, voice note, selfie video with your question included. Plus 233 Plus 233 God bless you so much for listening. We'll meet again next time.